I was going back and listening to old episodes of GGR Pirate Radio because Steven made a mention in the last episode about how funny the Blurred Con episode was that we had. And I was like, was it really that funny? Wait, I got to I got to go back and listen to it. Episode? Or Katsukon, I'm sorry. Yeah, the Katsukon episode. <laughs> and I go back and I listen to it and it is so fucking funny. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we stopped. We said, oh, we're going to have to start doing that again, uh, doing that. Um, and we stopped doing it and I want to start doing we might have to do those missed connections things that we were doing there for a while you know like where I, the one the one that I remember was like I, you know I was dressed as Sonic the Hedgehog only I wasn't wearing pants I was holding I was holding a Danny DeVito cardboard cutout you were Danny DeVito like it was things we like we came those. up with that out of nowhere too like that was just on the spot like yeah. you know it would be funny yeah. Remember, remember, remember Craigslist when everyone would do that for a minute. Here it is again. Yeah. Oh man, it was it was it was good stuff, man. It's just like it's nice to kind of like just randomly go back to an old episode and hear like what we were talking about, what made us laugh like idiots for yeah. for a good bit there. So. So you guys know there's shenanigans afoot for either Baltimore Comic Con or Anime USA. Just judging, I... just judging from. Some of the stuff I've seen in like the in the the internet groups for for these yep. cons that are coming up. Are you are you going to Baltimore Con? Yes, uh, okay. yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, so like an asshole, I forgot to apply for press credentials. So I just, I was like, shit, that's like in like a, like less than a month. Yeah, and I look yeah, online. I yeah, and I look closed. on. I look. Yeah, it is, and I feel like an idiot, especially because Steve Connolly is going to be there. And I would have loved to have been able to see him in person and like buy a copy of the middle age and get it signed and all that stuff. But like, I forgot like an idiot. So better luck next year. Well, I'll still be there. My, my moon Knight cosplay is like two pieces from being finished. So. Oh yeah. How did, yeah. Cause you would put on social media, you would put that you were looking for like the eyes. Cause you wanted the eyes to be whited out. Like, did you, did you see what I was talking about? Where if you like do a Google search for like that, that style yeah. of mask, there's a lot of things out there. Yeah, I, what's funny is um, a friend of mine um, who I ran into at H Street Festival last week, I was telling her about that because I know she is also kind of new to cosplay. She uh, recommended going to like a fabric store or to Walmart and just getting like some uh, white mesh. And yeah. then like I could either uh, glue or get like the, the cosplay tape, whatever, whatever, whatever kind of was called. And uh, just using that and... Um, taping that to the inside of the mask that I, that I gotten. And yeah. so, um, I, I, I actually picked some up from uh, Walmart last weekend. I ordered the, the mask, um, the mask I wanted to get because I like, I, I'm trying to essentially save myself 60 bucks Yeah, because there, there is an actual moon Knight mask that I could order on Etsy. It's, it's made already. It would be here in three weeks. It would, it would be here just in time for me to, to get to the the uh, convention, <clears throat> and uh, but I'm like, hey, if I can save myself sixty bucks by making this work, then so be it. So I I did get some white mesh, and I I can actually see through it. It actually really works really well. Oh, nice. So it looks like I at least so far it looks like I may have saved myself sixty bucks. 
um, because the the white mesh like it, it completely whites out the eyes, so you can't actually see like you can't see any part of my face or anything. But I can I can see out of it. Now, obviously, it's 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 not completely clear because yeah. mesh, but I mean it, it works for what it is, and I kind of I kind of really like it. Well, that's really cool because I was like when when you had said that, Jax and I were. Um, at uh, what's the damn Halloween store that they always put in like the abandoned stores? Um, Spirit. Spirit Halloween. Yeah, yeah. yeah Spirit <laughs> Halloween. We were there and we were looking at some of the superhero masks and like the Spider-Man mask has white eyes and I was like, oh, how do they mm-hmm. do this? And I look and it's just a really fine mesh. So there's plenty of holes and that's why you can see. Mm-hmm. But like if you're looking yep. at it from the other side, you don't really see anything. So yeah. yeah. My, well, my my next challenge now is I'm trying to find I'm trying to find a way to do the chest plate. You know that has the uh, that has the, the the crescent moon on it. Because yeah. I ordered I ordered the moon sticker and it'll be here I think in like another day or two. But I'm having trouble like because like everything that I'm finding online is like a bulletproof vest for like eighty bucks. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean it is it is Baltimore. It, it is dangerous. Yeah. But I don't know if totally you need a, like a bulletproof vest for your moon night costume. So. <laughs> I mean, it would, yeah, it would fit. <laughs> it's the inner harbor, after all. Well, I had to mute the yell at my dog real quick. I'm angry at him right now. He was, he's, he was like, he was he's like whining to... from within his crate right now. He's like, you're about to go podcast, aren't you? I'm gonna take a dump on the rug. What do you think about that? Like it, it, like what made me mad is I was like, okay, yeah, I'll just take the dog out real quick right before, right before we get started, so I don't have to worry about taking him out. And you know he goes outside, he pees, he runs around. I'm just like, okay, maybe he just doesn't have to go. Okay, cool. Come back inside. I, I from the from the back from uh, um, from the backyard goes into my garage and then into the kitchen. So in my kitchen, I was like, oh, let me wash this bowl real quick. So I'm washing the bowl, and th- this little mischievous animal of mine, like. He makes a lot of noise because he likes to run around because of his collar. But he just, you know, ca- casually just kind of snuck off. And I got, wasn't really th- wasn't really thinking. And then I'm like, wait a second. Where the hell did this dog go? <laughs> so I, medi- I, immediately, <laughs> I immediately go into the living room. And I'm like, ah, too late. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not, it's not funny. Like, I mean, it's funny. It's, yeah. funny, it's funny now, but it, like, yeah. I, I was just mad because I was like, uh, yeah. it's just, I was like, you wait until seven fifty-eight, like when we're, I'm yeah. just about to go downstairs. Yeah. And you're like, yep, time to, time to empty the hatch. Let's go ahead and take a dump on the rug. Uh, we have a ton of shit to talk about because initially it was just going to be. The few, the the three things, you know, we want to talk about that Iron Man deleted scene that has been going around the internet. We want to talk about the casting news that they have for the new Batman movie, uh, the Breaking Bad movie, uh, El Camino. Uh, we were going to talk about all three of those things, but holy shit! In like the last day, there has been so much geeky news that has dropped. Like there's there's a new Obi Wan series that's going to be on Disney Plus, uh, and we know who the writer and the director is. There's more Spider Man news. I literally put that Spider Man news thing in the bottom of the thumbnail, just as kind of like I'm sure we'll talk about Spider Man at some point because it's still pressing news. And then of course they drop some huge news for us. So we've yep. got a ton to talk about on the geek sheets, but that's going to be uh, the first episode. Second episode. Super fun. I'm looking forward to this because it we're all music heads. That that's specifically why I have this particular team 
of GGR Pirate Radio. Uh, I don't even know what Avengers or refugees or what, what I don't even know what we would call ourselves. But this particular superhero team that I have tonight is all of my best music people. So I've got myself, I've got uh, the co-host and co-founder of GGR Pirate Radio, and he helped me find uh, the website to begin with, uh, Great Geek Refuge. His name is Steve Monick. Hello. I've also got the third in our hosting triad. Uh, he's a talented musician in his own right. Uh, in fact, you can check out his latest video, Better Days, if you search Better Days MC Brooks on YouTube. It's right there. Check it out uh, as soon as you possibly can. But also make sure you hit him up on Bandcamp and you know, throw that guy some money. His name is MC Brooks. Hello. And joining us from Parts Unknown, we also have another talented musician uh, who, when it comes to like what he knows about music, just very diverse in, in the things that he likes. And that's that's always important to me. I like when somebody stretches out beyond like one or two genres. Um, just a lot of a lot of musical knowledge, but also again a, a very talented artist. Uh, his name is C. Gats. Yo, thank you for joining us, Mister Gats. Thanks, uh, for guys. Me. We are gonna go ahead and kick this party off right now. We're starting with the geek sheets. We'll get into that music, the unmistakable bands, the bands that you, if you hear this singer or this band immediately, you're like, oh, that's that's definitely them. Uh, we're gonna go into that as well tonight. Uh, but we're starting with the geek sheets right now on GGR Pirate. You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. Start your computations for time warp. You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. Throw them in jail, everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn same. thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, This is called Pirate Radio. Well, Jeff, my friend, today's the day you become a man. A pinata man. Hey, Phil? Phil? Hey, Phil Connors, Ned? Why would they make you president? Well, maybe it's because I can recite all 50 states in a quarter of a second. This is called Pirate Radio. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares. 69, dudes! It's Four Leaf Clover. Make a wish. Wish you weren't so f***ing awkward, bud. This is called Pirate Radio. Dylan! You son of a... Like, oh, these are stupid guns. Guns uh. are for jerks. <laughs> uh, Pam, I will end you. This is called Pirate Radio. It's like, yeah, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzford. <laughs> 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 I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford, and this is GGR Pirate Radio. Uh, it's Friday night. What are we doing Friday night? We're podcasting because 
either we don't have social lives or we're old and we like staying home, we're introverts, whatever it be, that's fine. We're here for you, the listener. So you guys have something to listen to in your free time as well. Uh, but tonight we're going to be kicking it off with the Geek Sheets because we got some geeky nerdy news. It's the first Geek Sheets of the fall written by the co-founder and co-host of uh, GGR Pirate Radio. He helped me co-found uh, the Great Geek Refuge back in 2014 because this is our five-year anniversary. Woo! His name is Steve Monick. I can't believe it's been five years. It seems I'm... preposterous that that amount of time has passed. I know, right? Like, I was reading through some of the old articles that we did, and it's just like they're so awkward and bad. <laughs> it's like... It's funny, but it's also just like, man, we have definitely gotten better at this whole website podcast thing for sure. We've also got uh, the other co-host of GGR Pirate Radio. Uh, He is our third amigo. Uh, So I guess that would make me... uh, Actually, MC, how tall are you? 5'10". 510. I'm like 59. Okay, so I'm at, I'm Martin Short. Son of a bitch. That makes <laughs> that makes you and Steve uh, you guys can fight it out who is Steve Martin who's Chevy Chase. Uh, but we're the three amigos of podcasting here for GGR Pirate Radio. Uh, his name is MC Brooks. There are no penguins in Alaska. <laughs> We've also got our special guest tonight. He is also a talented musician. In fact, I think that's how MC Brooks and uh, Mr. Seagats know each other. Uh, but you can check him out on Bandcamp. You can check him out on iTunes. He's all over the place when it comes to his music. His name is Seagats. Got to take yourself off mute. He's nice, no, speechless. He's so, uh, he's so excited to be uh, here. It, Just it doesn't even mute himself. Yeah. Star C A Starstruck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't believe it. Don't you hate when that happens? I don't know what's going on with, with Gats. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention, Gats. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get started, guys. Let's uh, let's kick off the Geek Sheets. It's time for the Geek Sheets. Here's the big news this week in the geeky, nerdy world. Steve, kick us off, man. What We got all sorts of big news here going on in the geek nerdy world. Uh, why don't you start us off with what you got here? Yes. Yeah, so the first item, um, this one to me was a little debatable, like because we talk, we we usually say geeky and nerdy. I mean, they're called the geek sheets, for example, you know. But we also talk about just the larger pop culture spectrum, and the show Breaking Bad was pretty fundamental in in everyone's pop culture lexicon back when it was on the air. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like it, it it deserved a place in here. Like, yes, there are no superheroes running around. It's not an anime. It's not, you know, any of the kind of typical stuff you find on the geek sheets per se. But tonight we're about to talk about rock and roll after this. So I feel like that eh, kind of fits. Um, <laughs> there's a Breaking Bad movie coming out in like two. I believe it's two weeks from the recording of this podcast, which is yeah, October 11th. Friday. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, so it's it's going to pick up pretty much exactly where the series left off. Uh, we have Walter White gunned down all the uh, uh, spoilers for Breaking Bad's ending, by the way, I guess here. <laughs> but uh, if you I mean, don't know, been off the air for like four years, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was yeah. 2015 when the last season was on. So, you know, you could have gone to and subsequently graduated from college in the, in, in the amount of time that it's been off the air. So you've had your time. 
the movie is picking up, you know, and, and you hear like in the in the trailer, like the radio clip about like the, the massacre that happens at like the Nazi compound and stuff. And it's essentially just going to follow what happened to Jesse after the, the series ended um, from a plot standpoint. I have kind of no idea where it's going to go. But then again, I never really knew where the show was going to go when I was watching it either. You know, like you don't expect in like the first season, Walter's in there talking to someone and then he spikes a bag and blows up the place with, with the you know bag of fake meth or whatever. So, I mean, like things just kind of happen to that show and you're it's just nothing, nothing, nothing. And then big spikes of awesomeness um, and everything else was character in in between. And as long as they keep that feeling, that quality of writing, that quality of acting, I'll be into it. But I kind of want to hear what you guys like. A, did you watch the series when it was on or ever get into it? And then B, what do you hope to see out of this movie um, when it comes out? I, I definitely I, saw it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, because I didn't. So you guys yeah. talk about this. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it either. Oh, it was a great show. Um, as far as the movie's concerned, I'd love to see where what Jesse did after the events of that last episode because it's really up in the air. It's like kind of like that Sopranos finale where it's like, okay, what the hell, you know? So it just kind of ends. Yeah. So, I mean, like right. he, if I'm remembering correctly and it's been a while since I've watched it, but like he was going to take off for Alaska and Walter's dead. His girl is dead. And, and theoretically he was going to go get the little kid that Walt poisoned at one point and then ah, that's right. they were going to take off and it looks like he didn't make it too far or maybe he did. And there's been a passage of time and he's come back for some reason, but the trailer does a good job of setting the tone without giving anything away. And I think that's a common complaint with trailers today where you watch it and you go, okay, I I've seen the best five jokes. I know all the major beats now. You've shown me what the big action fight's going to look like at the end. Now I'm just going to go see the execution. But this is one of those instances where the trailer doesn't really tell you anything. Well, and the thing is, is like I, I haven't watched all of the series, but I've seen enough episodes because it was on AMC when I still had cable, which there was a side note. There was a time when if you said that you sounded like the most pretentious dickhead on the face of the planet. Oh, I don't, I don't even, I don't even have cable, but now like nobody has it because you don't need it. But yeah, I digress. Um, I had seen enough episodes of this that I like, I knew all the in jokes. Like I knew the whole Heisenberg thing. Like, by the way, like Brian Cranston, like went from good actor to fucking amazing because of the show. And like, I mean, I knew all the like the little jokes, like the pizza on the roof, like all, all that shit. But I never finished it all the way through. So it's one of those shows that like now because this movie's coming out, I'm going to have to go back and watch and then I'll have to catch the movie, too, because like everything I saw of it was was lights out. I just never really got into it. And that's fair. I mean, it's I don't want this to sound the wrong way. It's a dense show. Like, it's not. It's not a lighthearted like it's not like the Friends or Office or Seinfeld or something like that where you can just kind of put on any episode from any season at any time and you're fine. It's just kind of background noise. You're like, oh, I remember this episode like it, it is a television length and size film 
it's a movie. You have to be kind of invested in it and really pay attention to the little nuance and the characterization. Because this was during that period where AMC was killing it with their character-based shows. This is when Breaking Bad, Mad Men, and Walking Dead were all in their stride together. And all three of those shows were just like, we're going to make this really about good acting and good characters and good writing. Uh, Not a ton of actual stuff is going to happen. All the plot and and acting is going to carry this stuff. And then there's just going to be big moments. And I don't know. I I guess it was just the time. But I, I fell in love with that stuff. I liked all three of those shows during that run. Yeah, I mean, I definitely was a walking I I got on the bandwagon late, but I definitely got into those first few seasons of The Walking Dead. I mean, eventually I fell off the wagon, though, because it just turned to total crap. But yeah, like it was that that's the thing, though, is like what's is other countries make fun of us and it's it's, uh, Americans. And it's actually kind of pretty funny when they say that, like, only in America would it be a plausible story that a guy gets cancer and can't afford um, treatment. So he decides to sell meth. And then and people are like, yeah, that, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, I can see that. And like, it just it, it's funny that like something like this became like one of the most popular televisions, television shows of the era. And there's actually it's funny. AMC has a there's a theory that they've joked around with that they say might be true is that the meth that he made is what caused the zombies in Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, there's a little Easter egg. I think it was in season one. Um Daryl, right, uh, had the he had like a sat like a side bag on his motorcycle, and he had blue yeah. meth in it. Yeah, yeah, and and both um, both Walter White and Jesse were zombies in an episode. I don't oh, know really? One of, yeah, they were both dressed up in the zombie makeup. Yeah, so, like because oh, they were like cool. they filmed, I guess, in, not in the same areas, but like for whatever reason, they came on set and they they dressed them up in zombie makeup. So I did not know that. Yeah, and I watched <laughs> that show religiously. <laughs> Walking Dead. Absolutely. Oof. Bless your heart, bro. <laughs> I like I I, I got it. <laughs> I got I got the first few seasons, man. I totally got why people were into that show. But like I want to say it was like right around it was right when the, the gov not the governor, what's the other one? What's his name? Um Negan, when Negan showed up. It was just like I, I lost interest. I was like, this is it's the same shit. They're just gonna rehash this again. It's the same, yeah. like we have to we're you know who's the biggest enemy here is it zombies or is it man who's really the bad guy Ooh, and they keep doing that same circle and it's like hey we have to beat the biggest baddest human and then they do it and then it's like all right well now we're gonna do a season where we don't have that anymore and then the next season we're gonna have another dude who's now the biggest baddest dude and it's like it just gets old after a while it's kind of like a really crappy video game basically it it really did it really did seem like that like as an outsider who I watched, I think, like the first couple episodes of Walking Dead didn't grab me, didn't seem interesting. And then knowing people who watched the show religiously and how miserable they were after multiple seasons <laughs> and kind of hate watching it after a while because they just have to see how the, how it ends. It really just seemed like it was the same circle. Like I got used to seeing, you know, Sundays at what well, I think it was eight, like just seeing like, oh, this is about to be my entire Twitter feed. You yeah. know, everybody, wa- everybody watching Walking Dead, but it, it literally felt like I was watching people have the same conversation every year about whatever, whatever thing was happening. And I just kind of felt like, oh, I kind of I kind of understand what's happening without even watching the show, because it just seems like they're, you know, they're at a place. Some stuff happens. They think or they think they're good. Some stuff happens. They're not good. So they have to go somewhere else and, you know, just 
on and on like that. And then they also seem to get into this habit of, hmm, who do people like this season? Yeah, we'll get rid of that guy. Yeah. Said, said you had something to say about it? Yeah, I was going to say, I guess I'm the minority then because uh, I love the show. And it, uh, for the reasons Steve was talking about earlier, the acting and it, it just you get so emotionally invested in the characters. I See, I, I was kind of late to the show. Um, so uh, I actually didn't I actually binge watched the first, I want to say, four seasons in like a, a couple of weeks <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. So like I really like absorbed everything, you know, in in that first few years was probably the best were probably the best seasons. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know, I just I just feel a connection to all the characters and I'm the type of person where if I feel a connection to a character or a group of characters in a show, I'm going to ride with that show all the way through. Like for instance, Prison Break. The only good seasons were the first two. The rest of it was trash, but I watched that entire thing because I was invested in what happened to these people on this show, you know? I mean, I get it. I think we've all yeah. done that, right? Like, we, we've all just been like, I got to stick this out and see how this plays out. Yeah, that was season three of Legends of Tomorrow for me. <laughs> yeah. I, season six of Lost. Season six of Lost. <laughs> I, it's, it's one of those things where I get why people like it. I, I'm out, though, you know? Like, like, like Shark Tank, you know? It's a great idea, uh, but for me, I'm out. Like, I just, I can't. I, I can't keep up with it anymore. And I've found other things that have that have grabbed my attention. And I mean, honestly, now I got to I got to watch friggin Breaking Bad. I got to go watch all of that and catch up on that so yeah. that I can watch this movie. Same here. Yeah. But let's uh, let's go on to our second story here. Yeah. So back to uh, superheroes and tights and the stuff we're all more comfortable with. Uh, <laughs> the The new the batman movie that's coming out here in the near future um a little bit of casting news or potential casting news so um i guess jonah hill's on there and there's a little bit of conflicting information originally everyone was saying it i think a while ago it was josh gad and he's gonna be penguin and now it's jonah hill and he's gonna be penguin and now it's jonah hill and he's gonna be riddler so you know make it out what you will and then I guess it's not official yet, but they're in talks with Jeffrey, at least when I wrote the article, with Jeffrey Wright from um, Westworld. Uh, he's uh, Felix Leiter in the last you know, James Bond movies in the Daniel Craig versions. Uh, he's been in a ton of stuff. Uh, you'll know Hunger Games. You'd know him when you see him. Um, but it, they're in talks with him for um, Commissioner Gordon. And uh, I've always been kind of like, whatever on commission like alfred and commissioner gordon people love that character and i'm like that's great give me batman and robin so that's just me personally so like i like jeffrey wright i like this stuff i thought he was a good felix i'm a big bond guy um so i think he'd be fine in the role i'm a little more interested to talk about jonah hill because i think that's a jeffrey wright makes sense as commissioner gordon jonah hill Plus, Batman doesn't make sense to me, and I really want to talk about no, that. No, you know so what? You guys, you guys talk it out and, and convince me that this is uh, awesome casting. I'm really glad that you said that because I feel the same way. I'm not overly impressed with Jonah Hill. Like, I, this is going to sound horrible. You know, hey, good for him for losing weight, man. I liked him better when he was fat. <laughs> like, I thought he was funnier. I thought he was just like it, it, he's I, I don't like this person now. Like, Jonah Hill's kind of a dick. And, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't, I'm not, I'm not for that. And like I, I don't think he's that good of an actor. 
I think I, I want a better Riddler, you know, now granted at the same time, the only other Riddler that we've seen on the big screen is uh, Jim Carrey, which as we all know, you know, we cannot, you know, abide his buffoonery, but like it's, I mean, I think you're afraid of getting Frank Gorshin and I'm well, big screen. I mean, are we counting that, 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 okay, fine. Gorshin yeah. was, yeah, fine, fine, Steve <laughs> with the shark repellent. Okay. Boom. <laughs> I just, I want, I want Riddler to be smart. I want him to be somebody. Cause that's his thing is the Riddler thinks he's smarter than Batman. And it's a constant struggle for him to prove that he's smarter than Batman. And when I think of actors who are intelligent, I sure as shit don't think of Jonah Hill. <laughs> maybe he'll, who, maybe. Who, okay. So like, this might be a fun thought experiment. Then who would make a good Riddler right now? Yo, dude from, uh, what's uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, 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 uh, Miller. What's his name? Um, shit. What's his, what's his first name? Uh, he was the sidekick in uh, Deadpool. TJ Miller? No, 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 not him, not him. Uh, uh, the guy that's in the Verizon commercials. What the hell's his name? I'm not sure. Oh, that little like uh, that's that name? really. Uh, I don't know. His What's name. the name of that show again? Silicon Sil- Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Silicon. Sorry. You're you're good. Silicon. Silicon. That's a whole other show it. we're talking about when I say silicon. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's uh, Tom, there's Thomas Middleton. Zach. Who does he play? Ah, what's the character's name? I watch it all the time. I'm terrible with names. Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing some of the people that are here. Like, I I, I just don't know enough about the show, unfortunately, because I haven't watched it. But honestly, if I'm going off of a show that I just watched, um, I just finished uh, Turn, Washington Spies. Um, Everybody's favorite, uh, Ben Grimm. We could have Jamie Bell play the Riddler, and I think he would do really well. Because Jamie Bell... And watching all four seasons of Turn, that dude gets intense. And, like, he's got the, the acting chops to pull it off. And I think he would make a really good Riddler. It's not a bad call. I guess I have James Bond on the mind. I was thinking uh, Ben Wishaw, the guy that currently plays Q um, in the Daniel Craig ones, like in Skyfall and Spectre. Yeah. Like, I could see him being the, like, I'm just smarter than you version of Riddler. Like, I'm just... 20 steps ahead of you kind of smarmy version of it um take a look at take a look at this guy uh steve his name is tom middleditch and there's a there's a picture no it is not no not this time not this time i swear um if you look at if you google image search oh yeah yeah, that okay that's the guy from the verizon commercials yeah if if you if you look at that picture of him wearing the bow tie if that doesn't scream Edward Nigma, I don't know what does. Because that's that, I could see <laughs> yeah. that. I could totally see that. Good call, said. Thank you. Yeah. Like MC, anybody that like jumps out at you that you're like, man, I could see them as the Riddler. Uh thinks he's smart. I mean if I had to go with anybody, just for some reason off the top of my mind, I'm thinking of uh Matthew Gray Goobler. He plays Reed on Criminal Minds. Anyone seen it? I'm oh yeah, right he's a good choice. Yeah, I've never need, seen it. I do need someone who's kind of like what, like, like sinewy and wiry, like that. Yeah, the, yeah. The Riddler always came across that way to me. And so, yeah, so just because of, I mean, how he's played Reed over, like, it, it, it just, it feels for me, it would feel like a like a perfect casting for him. And the show is ending, so <laughs> he could, he would be available. <laughs> the show is ending this season. So I think the only person that's not 
that hasn't seen this show yet um, is you, Steve, and that's Mindhunter. Oh. oh. But let's talk oh. about Holden Ford real quick as yeah. the Riddler. Dude. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, could, yeah, could, I get, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, that's a good casting. Yeah, the guy's name is Jonathan Groff. Uh, Steve, by the way, you got to watch Mindhunter, bud, because like everybody else, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really really good. Sandy and I binged all two seasons of it. It, it was re- I'm I, I'm I'm upset because I'm done. I don't have anything else else to watch that I enjoy as much. <laughs> like that's that's how good this show was. But yeah, I think he would make a good Riddler. But like that's the other thing is we might get Penguin out of this too, and also I feel, true. Well, do you guys like, think he could do he could do a good a good penguin? The person that I thought that was born to play the role of penguin, unfortunately, is no longer with us. And there was rumors that he was going to play him um, when um, when they were still trying to figure out what was going to happen with Dark Knight Rises, and that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. I thought he would have been like a perfect penguin, but I think Josh Gad could do it because he's got the acting chops. But like, you know, you'd almost have to go with a. Batman returns a little bit, a little bit on the goofier side for Josh Gad to work. Like, did you guys see Mission Impossible three? I like your, I didn't like your Philip Seymour Hoffman at first. Then I thought about his part in that movie. I'm like, yeah, no, there were scenes where he came across like, no, this guy would cut your throat, and not care. Like he, yeah. he definitely had that kind of gravitas. And now I think about it, you're right, he would have been good. I'm trying to think of of anybody else who could really play him that would that would do well, <clears throat> and. The problem is, is like I don't watch nearly as many movies as I used to, so it's hard for me to keep up with like newer actors, and I just have to do it based on the people that I'm watching on shows that I've seen. So the only person that I can think of right now is the guy again going back to Turn, the guy who played uh, Robert Rogers in Turn is this is an actor. His name is Angus McFadden. And Angus McFadden played Robert the Bruce in Braveheart. And if you look this guy up, right, just just look him up. It's it's McFadden, but there's a Y in there. So Angus, and then it's McFadden, M-C-F-A-D-Y-E-N, right? Look this dude up and tell me if you couldn't see this guy. Because he's Scottish, right? Like, and the Penguin in the newer um, in the newer stories is British, right? I could see him playing this role. And he's like a bigger dude, too. So I could totally see him doing this. I mean, what about, like, Kevin James? <laughs> 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 We're just gonna pick fat actors now. Just fat, <laughs> just fat dudes. Throw Bruce Willis in the movie, and uh, you'll have some good chemistry there. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to find I, like John Goodman, Pat Oswalt. Yeah. Like let's just yeah. start throwing people out there. John Goodman. <laughs> he could be McCarthy. a he'd be a good uh, old uh, old penguin. I can't I can't remember the actor's I, name, but the dude that played Sam in Game of Thrones wouldn't be a bad penguin. Oh, uh, if if yeah. he could pull like because he he'd have to get rid of that like timid thing that he did with Sam, you know what I mean? But he has the right look for it. He's got like the dark hair and kind of the rounder face. I feel like the look is there, and if he's a good enough actor, I think he could pull that off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would... can we just can we just do Ben Stiller in a fat suit like in uh <laughs> like in Dodgeball? <laughs> what do you got? What, what do you think about like Paul Giamatti? Oh Hang fuck, on. that's genius. Hmm. That dude's it, such a good actor. It doesn't matter. Like he could play anybody, and it would be okay. Right? Is that because I think of penguin? I think of someone who's like unhinged and could lose it at any moment. And I feel like he could pull that off like rather easily. Yeah, I could. Do, I do could you guys see that. watch Billions? No, I keep hearing just, about that show. 
it's good. And, and Giamatti is one of the main leads in that. And he's not quite unhinged, but he's very like conniving is probably the best way to put it, even though he's um, allegedly on the good guy side. You know what I mean? He's he's with law enforcement. Um, or actually, I think he's like a DA. I don't know. It's been a while since I, I watched it when Jack was born. That's what I was watching up all night with him when he was a newborn. <laughs> so that it's been more than two years since I've watched it. Um, but yeah, Giamatti makes sense. Yeah, I could I could see it, man. And it's it's always fun to do this, to, to play this exercise. But um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll come back to this as we find more out about these this uh, this movie. Uh, but let's move on to story number three. And then after story number three, because there's not a whole lot to talk about with that one. Um, we're, we'll get into all the Spider-Man news because there's so much shit going on so in Spider-Man right now. Honestly, we can even go right into that. I mean, the, the story that was on the geek sheets was there was a deleted scene from the original Iron Man that he uh, Nick Fury made a quick reference to mutants and, and radioactive spiders there. Yeah. That's the story. Let's but talk about other it, Spider-Man. <laughs> what, what, hold on. But what is interesting about that, though, is uh, when they wrote that when they wrote that scene, they weren't thinking about like Tom Holland. They were that was coming off the back of um, Tobey Maguire. So that's actually the Tobey Maguire. That's the Spider Man they were referring to, and that that two thousands those two thousands X Men movies are the the mutants. So that's that right there. Because from what I understand, that was kind of the idea if they were going to like bring them into the MCU, it would have been. Toby Toby Maguire and Spider-Man 4 which would have been MCU connected uh whatever the next X-Men movie with those with those same like cast of actors those would have been brought in and I mean I know we're not doing our what if episode but it it is kind of interesting to think like where the MCU would be now if they had, I mean they wouldn't have gotten away with it because they would have been sued out of existence yeah. but <laughs> you know kind of like with what if we had gotten you know Tobey Maguire Spider Man as part of the MCU in in those early films as part of the Avengers initiative? You know, here's the thing. I understand like the whole like everybody's afraid of being sued, so like oh we can't use these characters, we can't use these characters. Like I feel like somebody at some point is going to be ballsy enough to do it because like just imagine like if they did that in Iron Man, right? And it was almost like kind of like a wink and a nod to Fox. And to Universal or whoever owned the rights to the other characters, right? To Sony. And they were basically were saying like, hey, we're going to mention you guys because how badass would it be if we were all making money off of this awesome superhero thing that we're trying to do? And like, instead of it being like, oh, we don't want to potentially piss anybody off. Like, hey, we're going to make our money. And we mentioned you very briefly at the very end. So sue us for whatever you want. Million, two million, fucking whatever. We made 15 million dollars off this movie it's cool we're just trying to do something bigger i don't think anybody would have done it because again most of these companies play it safe but still it would be kind of cool i can see like quentin tarantino doing it because tarantino kind of gets away with everything like nobody <laughs> seems to call him on anything ever like true. I, yeah 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 he gets away with murder in a lot of different ways um and i'm wondering if yeah like i feel like if this like the star trek thing that he's they're talking about doing with him if he just decided to make some star wars references no one's gonna say shit to him because he's quentin tarantino like <laughs> they'll be like ah you crazy kid get out of here like it's they just fly by the death star or something as they're going yes, through exactly right <laughs> through the galaxy or whatever somebody's got a lightsaber hanging from their belt or some shit like that yeah 
Yeah. Um, but MC, you you have been, I would say, like, if we had roles at GGR where we were actually like, you know, like a news organization, like legit, instead of just a bunch of assholes writing about whatever we want, like, you would be like our breaking news guy. Because I, I feel like you are like on the cutting edge of this stuff because you're always messaging me and you're like, dude, check this out. And I'm like, holy shit, how did you find this out? But like, give us a little bit on what's going on with Spidey. Well, uh, I mean, the news is out there. The boy is back in the MCU, at least for another movie, or at least for another two movies, excuse me. So uh, what, what, what apparently appears to be the deal is Marvel and Sony, instead of doing like these long, drawn-out deals where you know, Spider-Man can appear in you know, four Marvel movies and blah, 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 um, they're going to be doing it on kind of like a movie-by-movie movie basis. So when the original, like, apparently, like, the reason the original deal broke was because of not Kevin Feige or Amy Pascal, you know, the, the producer at Sony and, and Marvel, respectively. It, it was basically the, the people above them fighting over money, basically. Like, uh, <laughs> and apparently sometime last night, uh, Kevin Feige, Amy Pascal, and, like, the, the people on their various teams... Um, who are who have been dealing with the Spider-Man character over these past couple of years? Basically, got together and were like, "Let's just let's hammer out something that'll make everybody happy." And the news broke uh, this morning uh, that Spider-Man was was going to be back. And from the the way it's explained is so he's uh, Marvel is going to co-produce a Spider-Man three, so they're they're back on for that. Uh, Spider-Man is going to get another MCU appearance, which more than likely uh, will probably be like Avengers 5 whenever they do that in a couple years. Um, and the way that the language is, is written, Spider-Man is also uh, also has the ability to show up in the Sony Venom, f- in, the, in their Spider-Man film. So Venom or in any of the other... Uh, spider properties that they that Sony wants to do. Uh, Tom Holland is free to uh, go into that. Uh, if you guys remember, the Madam Silk movie was announced, I think, yesterday. And that's kind of going to be the explainer for how Spider-Man can, you know, exist in, you know, where, where Venom and those characters are. But at the same time, also be involved in the MCU and everything that's going on there. Um, so I think what I think the, the, the last thing here, so you guys remember when the news broke of the, of them, um, them splitting that it was Marvel was asking for like 30% to co-finance, uh, co- uh, co-finance the production. And then they would get that on the back end when the movie was out. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, the whole yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. Well, Sony agreed to those terms. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, they 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 ended up agreeing to those terms. So so Marvel is going to, uh, they they are going to uh, co-produce. I think twenty five percent. They're going to take on the cost of twenty five percent of the movie, and then they can make up to that much back uh, in return once the movie is actually uh released damn and then 
going forward, like I said, it's going to be a, a movie by movie thing. So they've only agreed for right now to just, just Spider-Man three and just whatever the next MCU appearances post that. And then they'll essentially come back. The, the same people will come back to the table after that and then decide, okay, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll agree for, you know, another, for this, you know, n- this movie or this appearance or whatever the case may be. So what do you think made Sony cave? Uh, well, like I said, it was, it was the people above them. Like Amy Pascal, uh, her and Kevin Feige are like really, really, really close. Like they, they, they didn't like each other at first, like a couple of years back. And then they kind of grew to be friends and, and, I would kind of liken their relationship to, if I can use a basketball analogy, kind of the the one between the NBA and the NBA PA, where whenever you see uh, Adam Adam Silver and I forget the lady who's in charge of the PA, uh, but whenever you see them, they're always like really, you know, they're really chummy with each other. They're really complimentary of each other. You know, they they appear like they are just like the best of friends, and that's how Kevin and Amy have been in regards to hammering out or handling the Spider-Man character. So it like from her perspective, she never wanted to split from Marvel as far as the character. It was, it was the president from Sony Japan and uh, Amy's boss for the, the Sony pictures boss, her boss at Sony pictures. Um, it was basically them, uh, saying that they you know they were going to split we can we can kind of do this on our own and so i don't i don't know i don't know if it was maybe just agreeing to making it just you know one movie and one appearance that 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 allowed it to to go through but that appears to to be the case huh wow i mean ultimately like i'm just happy that mom and dad aren't getting a divorce and <laughs> like it it, it just means that like my my buddy Spider Man is not going to move away and like move with his dad like to like I don't know like <laughs> like somewhere in like Pennsylvania like Scranton like <laughs> nobody wants to go there. Yeah, and what's interesting too is now that Marvel is back on board, yeah, we we kind of know what they're going to do for Spider Man three. Oh yeah, what what are we what are we going to see with this one? So, uh, well. Three words: Craven the Hunter. Ooh, and yeah, that's that's with the teaser at the end of spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Far From Home, um, but that's what the the, that's supposed to be like. That's why the post credit scene is set up the way it is. So now that Peter's identity is out there, now he's going to be hunted because we know who Spider Man is now. I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay, that'll be interesting. I mean, I, I. yeah, I'm I'm for, whatever. I'm just excited. I, I I really enjoyed the Spider-Man movies, so I'm I think this is going to be good ultimately. Now Sony's also doing a, not just Venom two in the in the Madam Web movie mentioned, but obviously yeah. they got they got Morbius. Uh, weren't they doing a Sinister Six movie as well? Yeah. So is Craven? Do you think is going to be part of that then? And they're going to kind of cross by yeah. having the same villain in two of them? Or yeah. Whatever? So. They're building towards it. They they didn't they don't want to do Sinister Six in Spider Man three. It's it's why they it's why like the original picture deal was they were going to do Spider they were going to do four Spider Man films with with Tom Holland, and they they 
they were starting to kind of fast track it for Spider-Man three, but then ultimately, it uh, they 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 don't have enough story set up to just to to do Sinister Six. So I think for Spider-Man three, it's going to be an issue. Uh, it's going to be a thing of just setting it up so when they get to Spider-Man four, that's when they do the the thing because we've we've already gotten introduced to um a, a ton of the people who can who can be in it we 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 still have uh the vulture we have the the new version of the sh- the shocker whoever that ends up being uh we have scorpion i believe yep. right um mysterio's got to still be hanging out there yeah, i mean well, no one yeah. no one buys that he's dead be- because because the, the 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 uh the way it was phrased in in far from home with mysterio it it almost seems like anybody could be anybody could be Mysterio. Like they don't actually need Jake, uh, uh, Quentin Beck, like the person to actually be there because literally any one of them can man the suit. That's true. You know, the, 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 the phrasing they used at the, at the end of that, at the end of that movie was, was very specific. It could be Mysterio faking his own death and, and coming back, or it could be a, be, because uh, the the dude took the uh, like the hard drive and all that stuff and the drones, I mean, it, any anyone from that that team could take could you know put the suit could put the suit on and and put be the character of Mysterio. So, so they you're can they Daniel can still Burkhart do- could make his MCU appearance <laughs> at some point. No, it's funny. I haven't seen Far From Home yet. Thanks. Oh well. <laughs> oops. Womp womp. Well. All right, so there's this guy named Mysterio, right? Hey, I got I got a link for you. I'll send that after. Well, well, yeah, yeah. we got yeah. a thing. We got yeah. a thing where you can do a thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah a, a legal site in which I can pay to watch it. Yes, thank exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, because we my... would never, never do anything. Absolutely on not. That's just Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> DGR is never associated with piracy. No, it's not like we have a podcast called yeah. Pirate Radio or anything like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever wonder? We just all like eye patches. That's all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever wonder if people find our podcast thinking like, "Hey, it's a podcast on the history of pirates," or "Hey, it's a podcast <laughs> on how I can steal things on the internet," and then they're sadly disappointed when they hear the content. <laughs> that actually reminds me of a. Well, I don't want to. I'll, I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> GGR Pirate Radio, dis- disappointing people since 2015. <laughs> you have to put that on the shirt. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Disappointing, disappointing internet searches. Yeah. Yeah. Or disappointing pirates. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> False advertising since 2000. I had people coming into my Gamers Anonymous gamer group thinking that it was like a group for like people addicted to video games. They were pretty disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Especially when they started posting their stories on the internet. <laughs> Look at this loser. Look what he did. All right, guys. On that note, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and wrap up shop for the Geek Sheets tonight. Uh, thanks to Steve, as always, man. Great article. I loved all of the the pumpkin stuff you did. <laughs> like, it was like... I wrote it the it was, day after the first day of fall. How can you not talk about yeah. pumpkins? Yeah, it was it was quite enjoyable, and I made a bill a Bill Burr reference in your in your byline too. I don't know if you uh, caught that or not. Like, oh my! Oh, was, I got it. Yeah, it was Steve. I think I'm gonna go carve a pumpkin, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, that, see, Mike, can I give one yeah, last thing? Yeah, yeah. So, you guys know Marvel TV, 
responsible for the Netflix, uh, the Netflix thing, the the Netflix shows. Excuse me. Yeah, I've heard of. Yeah, it. so, uh, well, apparently the guy in charge is going to be kind of, not in so many words, but stripped of his responsibilities as far as Marvel TV, because it because uh, Disney is going to apparently be pouring a budget of around a hundred million dollars for each of the shows that they've announced for Disney plus. Wow. Which, 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 you know, is a lot more than what any of the Netflix shows got. Cause the net, the Netflix shows had, I think 200, a budget of 200 million to split between the five of them. Well, the four of them, and then ultimately Punisher too. Wow. And, and, and for a reference point, that's about how much they spent, budget-wise on the first season of The Mandalorian. And you heard some of the... I mean, if you've done any yep. reading on it, like, the names of the directors, and in the trailer we saw yep. like that. I mean, it's movie quality, so that's yep. pretty awesome to hear what we can expect out of those shows. Yeah, is, so... Yeah, yeah, and so part of the reason you heard, like, the, the Ghost Rider series being cancelled is partially because behind the scenes they... They, they've seen the work that Kevin Feige has done with the movies, and because he's in charge of these shows for Disney+, Plus, they're, they're, they're a bit more confident in putting those properties in his hands as opposed to uh, the guy who he doesn't like who runs uh, Marvel TV. And so it, 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 over the next couple years, we could actually see a shift uh, away from them producing content for like actual networks shows like Legion and um, The Gifted, you know, stuff like that, and see them specifically just focus on uh, the Disney Plus shows and then the the handful of stuff we're getting for Hulu, like MODOK and uh, Hel- was it Hellstrom and Howard the Duck and all of that. So, uh, th- and that just came out, like, a couple, couple hours ago. This is... Also, the new, new like new news that came out today. So, are we talking? I just want to make sure we're, we're on the same page, though. Marvel TV. Are we talking about Jeff Loeb? Yeah, is the person that's not going to be in charge. That's surprising. Jeff Loeb is like, he's been a big wig with Marvel, just like the comic book side of things for years. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, it, 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 from what I read, it's it it sounds like like be, because be, is is solely because of Kevin's success. Makes that, sense, they, yeah. that they that they that they feel way more confident in letting him kind of work his magic with whatever properties they they put him in control in control of right now. So, yeah. uh, and 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 even when we see the next time we'll see any of the the defenders characters, like they're going to be under Kevin Feige's. Uh, uh, control as far as what happens with those characters like i say ghost rider might be headed over to the mcu because 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 they're entrusting kevin feige with more responsibility as far as uh getting these characters involved in 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 media well he's definitely proven himself it's not like you know they're handing the keys to nobody this is a guy that (laughs) that knows what he's doing for sure so I think we can all be pretty confident that Kevin Feige is going to handle things. He ain't uh, no rookie at this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So let's um, let's go ahead and wrap up the geek sheets for tonight, guys. And again, Steve, awesome job with the article, man. Uh, as always, 
Uh, there's more. You guys can check out all of the Geek Sheets articles that we've done. They're right there on greatgeekrefuge.com. Just click on articles, and you can see them right there. But also, too, we have them as a podcast. You can listen to all the old episodes uh, there as well and check out all the geeky, nerdy news that we've discussed. But coming up next, on the next episode of GGR Pirate Radio, we are talking about musicians, bands, rappers, a- any musical artist that that when you hear them, you immediately know who that artist is they're they're unmistakable in their voice and their talent and we'll be talking about them next so make sure you tune into the next episode of ggr pirate radio for steve for mc for our guest Gats. my name is mike lunsford and don't be a juice bag thank you for listening to ggr pirate radio Make sure you check out our website greatgeekrefuge.com for more podcasts and our awesome articles. Juice bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs>